Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. This week we're highlighting a very important historic event that took place at Colorado Christian University named CCU for Israel. It was a benefit dinner to honor our Jewish friends stand with them in the midst of this war they're facing against Hamas and to raise money to save Jewish lives. We had well over 150 people in attendance and then we did a prayer vigil afterwards. It was absolutely wonderful, very powerful, very inspiring and a great moment to come together in the midst of this threat that our Jewish friends are facing from radical Islamists and radical Marxists that seem to have combined their forces to go after Jews in this world. Colorado Christian University was very proud to stand alongside Jews in our community. Speeches were given by the president of Colorado Christian University, professors, students, and now the chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting, will lay out the spiritual and historical reasons why Christians should stand with Jews in the midst of the attacks coming from Hamas and from the radical Marxists in our country. Here's Dr. Donald Sweeting, Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, speaking at CCU for Israel. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for coming tonight to this important gathering. And I I particularly want to thank my friend Rabbi Hillel Goldberg for helping us pull this together. Uh, Rabbi Goldberg, where are you? Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, like many of you, I was stunned on October 7th and the days that followed, but I wasn't stunned by the attack. I've been to Israel six times. I've led groups with hundreds of Christians touring biblical sites in Israel. I know how fantastic yet how small that country is. We've all heard the threats from Iran wanting to wipe Israel off the map. And not long ago in Israel, I had the privilege of taking a tour of the Israel-Lebanese border, a tour given by IDF. And we walked into some of the tunnels that Hezbollah has dug into Israel to prepare for their next invasion. And looking over the border, we looked by binoculars and we saw the guard towers, the Hezbollah towers, that were built to resemble the towers in the Nazi concentration camps in Germany. And we saw the graffiti on the, on the post board saying a thousand jihadis are coming to Jerusalem. So I was not stunned by the attack. What stunned me this October was the celebrations taking place on American college campuses, uh, praising Hamas terrorists for their attempted genocide and treating them like a legitimate movement. What stunned me in October was the eruption of anti-Semitism around the world. What stunned me in October was the deafening silence from most of our university leaders. And when they finally did speak, they spoke with equivocation. And I thought, how is this happening in the 21st century in America and in our Western cities? And how is this happening only 78 years after World War II when the world said, never again? And how is it that so many universities have become anti-Semitism factories? Our gathering tonight is unusual 
It's an unusual gathering in dark and strange times. The times are dark. And it's strange and horrifying to see our culture and Western culture shift and to see this bold, outright anti-Semitism at our elite universities and on our major city streets. And of course, sitting here together tonight is also somewhat unusual. You may think, it's a little strange for a conservative evangelical school like Colorado Christian University to host an event like this. Let me offer you an explanation of what I think is happening. In the Western world and the United States, I believe we're observing a major cultural shift. The West is becoming post-Christian. With the ebbing of Christianity comes a decline in the basic appreciation and knowledge of Israel, its significance, and the importance of the Jewish people. In so many of our schools, we don't teach history anymore. That's especially true in our universities. We're losing our cultural memory, forgetting who we are, forgetting that what we fought for in World War II, and add to this a basic moral relativism that has been routinely taught in our universities for decades, the fruit of which Alan Bloom warned us about in the 1980s. And now we face the widespread embrace of an ideology in our universities, an updated version of Marxism, a kind of deconstructionist cultural Marxism in the academy, which our Jewish friend Yoram Hazoni uh, spoke to us about last year from this very platform. And to this, there's the growing presence of radical Islamist voices in America and the West, joining with American students, calling for the obliteration of the state of Israel. The alliance between the jihadists and the far left is very strange indeed. And what about the unusual occasion that brings us together tonight? Why would CCU, a Christian university, speak out so quickly, starting on October 8th, against the massacre by Hamas and speak up for Israel, its right to defend itself, its right to its ancestral lands? Why did we write national editorials and become one of the few universities to sign that statement with uh, Ari Berman and Yeshiva University that President Hogue just mentioned? I explain it this way. First, there's a moral reason. What Hamas did was evil. It very quickly became apparent to us that this was the deadliest day for Jews since the Holocaust. Watching the eruption of anti-Semitism in crowds around the world shouting gas the Jews was deeply disturbing to us. It became apparent to us that we're living in a dangerous time. And what Hamas did to Palestinian people and Palestinian Christians, using them as shields and pawns, was also evil. Second, there's an academic reason. We do teach history at Colorado Christian University. We require every undergraduate student in our residential program to take a class in Western civilization, American history, and American politics, not to mention Bible history. We also teach about the Holocaust and much more. We cannot forget. And then there's what I call a covenantal reason, because we are Bible people. And our Bible tells us that the Jews were called to be God's chosen people. We acknowledge God's unique covenant with Israel in the past and the special place of the Jews in God's plan of redemption. They've been a light to the Gentile world. And in some mysterious yet important way, we believe that God is still at work in its history. And along with that, we believe that we have a debt to the Jews that we have not sufficiently acknowledged as Christians this debt over the centuries, and I think a great deal of the misguided anti-Semitism of Christians could have been averted had we acknowledged our debt. We've forgotten the Jewish roots of our faith, 
Most of our Bible is the Hebrew scriptures. Without the Jews, we would have no Old Testament, which is what we call it, which is essential to understand our New Testament. It, the Jewish scriptures introduce us to the themes of creation, fall, redemption, atonement, the promise of a new heaven and earth. Through the Jews, God gave the law of Moses to the world, the Ten Commandments, the Great Commandment, the idea of covenant. We share the same hymn book, the Psalms. We draw on the same wisdom literature. Without the Jews, we would have no church, no Mary, no Joseph, no Jesus. The gospel that we love is deeply informed by all these things. This is not to deny the differences that we have and the tensions we may feel tonight. But we love Israel and see it not only as America's best ally, but as the protectorate of most of the world's Jews and an outpost of Western civilization in the Middle East. By the way, we have a club for Israel on campus. We send students to Israel every year to do archeological digs. Jeff Hunt and I joined Larry Mizell this past April for the opening of his new museum in Jerusalem and the celebration of Israel's 75th anniversary. And I wouldn't be honest if I didn't tell you that I have a personal reason for taking this stand. In 1944, during World War II, my uncle helped liberate a concentration camp in Austria. He served with the 71st Infantry Division of the Army and was one of the first in his division to stumble across Gunkirchen Lager, the central Nazi concentration camp in Austria, which held 15,000 Hungarian Jews. When he told my family his stories and what he saw and what he experienced, it left a deep impression on my mind and heart and shapes the way I look at contemporary events. And it reminds me that we have faced dark and unusual times in the past, and in the end, darkness does not prevail. And as believers in the God of the scriptures, we say with the psalmist, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. Friends, we want you to know that at CCU, as has been said, we do stand with you. We represent many other Christians all around the country who do as well, and we want to be a blessing to you in this dark time. That is our desire. We will work to that end. That's what tonight is for, and thank you for coming. That's the Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting, at CCU for Israel this past week, a historic gathering of Christian and Jewish leaders to defend Jews against radical Islamists and radical Marxists that seem to wish them harm. Friends, when we return, we'll hear from Rabbi Hillel Goldberg of the Intermountain Jewish News and other Jewish leaders as we continue to highlight some of these historic speeches from CCU for Israel. This is Jeff Hunt. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. We'll return right after these messages. <laughs> 